Welcome back to the Urban Lore Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Castaños. I'm going to start off tonight by reading from a police report from Murfreesboro, Illinois, dated June 26, 1973. At approximately 2212, PD received a phone call from Mrs. Henry Ray, stating that her daughter and her daughter's boyfriend had just seen a large creature in the field behind their residence. Officer Nash and Manwaring were dispatched to the scene. Upon arrival, officers were met by Cheryl A. Ray and Randy E. Creeth, which gave the following account of what had occurred. Randy and Cheryl were sitting on the patio talking when they observed something moving around a patch of small trees in the field behind 37 Westwood Lane. Both Randy and Cheryl watched and observed a large creature walk out of the patch of trees near the edge of the yard, and then turn around and walk back into the field. The creature was described as being 7 to 8 feet tall, weighing 300 to 350 pounds, with pale, dirty, white, or cream-colored hair, and it stood on two feet. Kreese stated that he walked toward it and got approximately 30 to 40 feet away from it. Kreese also stated that it had a musky odor. At this time, paraphrasing the rest of the report, um, they decided to contact uh, another officer who had a tracking dog. And that dog did pick up a scent and they followed it as far as they could near a pond and through a brushy area. Whereas footprints were not necessarily found, they did find trampled grass and a kind of black, slimy mud. At approximately 23.55 from the police report, um, a complaint came to the police department and reported sighting some type of creature in the wooded area north of the Big Muddy River next to the boat ramp parking area. Officers Nash and Lindsay were dispatched to this area. Upon arrival, officers spotlighted the entire area and were unable to locate anything unusual. The complainant met the officer at the scene and described what had occurred as followed. Complainant was parked on the south side of the parking area next to the woods. Complainant heard a loud screaming sound in the wooded area and observed a large creature approximately seven feet tall. The creature appeared to have light colored hair matted with mud. The creature appeared to be walking on two legs and was proceeding toward his car. The creature continued the screaming, changing tones, and proceeding toward the car. Complainant then left the area and came to the police department. A Judy Johnson, who was also inside the car, stated that she heard the screaming, but was unable to see the creature due to the darkness. Complainant and Johnson also stated that no human would be able to scream or make a noise as loud as they had heard. Officers located impressions in the mud approximately 3 to 4 inches deep, approximately 10 to 12 inches long, and approximately 3 inches wide. It is unknown what made the impression. At approximately 200 hours, officers Nash and Lindsay, Deputy Scott, and complainant returned to the area with the boots to inspect the area further where the creature was seen. 
officers discovered prints in the mud similar to the prints described uh, above, except that they were deeper in the mud and not as long as the others had appeared. Officer Lindsay left the area to obtain a camera to photograph the prints. The prints in the mud were very erratic and that no two were the same distance apart, and some were five uh, to six feet apart. Also, prints were found very close together. Now understand that this happens at 2355, so just five minutes before midnight on June 25th. Our first story happens uh, a day later, right, June 26th, about the same time of night. Not quite as late, but around the same time. So what are we talking about here? Well, forever it's been known as the Big Muddy Monster because of the Big Muddy River, which flows through this particular area of southern Illinois. Um, it's really easy to dismiss a story like this from the early 70s because for those of us that lived through it and maybe those that read about it, you'll understand that this was the era of Bigfoot. This was the era of everyone seeing some kind of Bigfoot Sasquatch kind of thing uh, everywhere. Almost every state in the Union and the United States had some kind of sightings including my own South Texas at the time. I do find it interesting though that the descriptions of this that don't necessarily meet the standard Bigfoot and that this is a, a light colored thing, you know, cream or white colored, muddy, um, are similar in both stories. And there's yet another incident that happened years later in 1976 with a very similar appearance. Now the 76 appearance, that wouldn't be hard to suggest that people knew about the 1973 story. And Murfreesboro, Illinois, not exactly a big city, I guess that these complainants could certainly have known one another and told the story, so therefore that kind of similarity of description could be carried forward. But you know, it is still interesting to see firsthand these police accounts of this cryptid creature in southern Illinois. Um, my experiences in Illinois were just as frightening, but that's where my first wife was from, so we'll just leave it at that. Um, I don't want to give it up to mass hysteria, because again, it, it's my point in this show to never dismiss out of hand anything that someone sees. Now certainly another thing, because it all happened in like these first two stories in a 24-hour period, it could be a hoax. It could be somebody goofing around in a big, goofy, furry suit. We can never really know for certain. And that's what makes these stories so much fun. We've talked about that before. Do we want to know the answer? A lot of us, of course, do. Scientifically, we want to know, does this kind of thing still exist? Or has this thing ever existed? But a lot of us, and many, many people, and maybe most of us in the back of our mind, listen to podcast like this one and I research these stories because I just love a good story whether it's a ghost whether it's a cryptid whether it's some kind of strange happening they're great stories to tell now the big muddy monster case uh, received quite a bit of publicity in later years and the police chief at the time actually became kind of something of a minor celebrity in the respect that dozens and dozens of people wrote to that police department wanting more information or giving their advice or their theories about what things were. 
I'm sure that happens in many, many cryptid stories. But if you're interested, I'm going to put a link in the show notes to a fantastic collection of scanned documents and letters from the Murfreesboro Police Department. So it's one thing to hear these stories. It's another thing to read the complainant's words verbatim and kind of put yourself in their shoes for a change. So the Big Muddy River or the Big Muddy Monster in Murfreesboro, Illinois, you can make your own mind up about what it was and you can read their accounts firsthand when you click on our show notes. If you're the kind of person that likes to lurk around in the woods and scare people, um, maybe you ought to be telling people about our podcast. You can always write us a letter if you've seen something in the woods at Urban Lore Podcast, all one word, Urban Lore Podcast at gmail.com, or you can follow us at Urban Lore Pod on Twitter. Be sure and like and rate our podcast five stars if your app allows you to do it. It helps other people find the show. For the Urban Lore Podcast, I'm Tom Castaños.